listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast. Join your hosts as we review video games from all systems and all genres. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Night. 60! Episode 60! I'm your host, Danny. And your co-host, Kaylee. Yes! Let's get rolling. So this week... We are talking about Pokemon Sword and Shield. Pokemon. It came out on November 15th, and I think we all bought it that day. We pre-ordered it. And started playing right away. I, at least I think I started pretty much right away. Um, yeah. Uh, it was developed by Game Freak, of course, and it was released on the Nintendo Switch. Yay! Which this is... You know, I don't know if you can consider the the Nintendo Switch a handheld or a home console. Well, technically, it's kind of like in between. Technically, the Switch Lite is not. No, true. The Switch Lite is a handheld, but it's not like it's only playable on the Switch Lite. So, like, in this my is opinion, kind of, it's handheld. It's kind of like the first release of a mainstream Pokemon game but, on a console. Well, I like, mean, main if you can play, console. if you could have played Pokemon Ruby and uh, Sapphire on the game through the game tubes of the TV, I guess. We'll save that for Zap Chats. Anyway, yes. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that's about it <laughs> as far as like the basics go. Um, let's talk about the story a little bit, as much as we can. Um, it kind of follows the same like tradition of Pokemon. Like you're ten years old, you go out on a journey to yeah, become the much. best there ever was. They do throw a bit more story into it from like the the first game, but I mean, you know, they. Th- I think it's more like they're trying to add story at this point, <laughs> where it seemed like it was way more organic in the early games. But this game, I don't know. Let's talk about it. So you start off as your character, um, and you meet up with your best friend Hop, who is picking up his brother from the train station, and you slowly learn that his brother is Leon, who is the current Pokemon champion. champion. And um, Leon brings gifts when he comes, and he offers you uh, one of three of your starter Pokemon. And that's how you get starter Pokemon in this game, which is very interesting because normally you get it from the professor, and you don't do that in this game, which I thought was very weird. Um, So then you obviously are given your choice. You choose one, and your rival, who is Hop, he chooses the, like, weak one, so yeah, like, this one was it was different this if time. If you pick Score Bunny, then he picks Grookey, and then the leftover Pokemon goes to Leon. So you know, well, depending normal, on who you pick, yeah, depends on how they in past choose. games they choose the one that has the higher advantage, right? Yeah, so usually. difference. So then, um, you are kind of given this mission to go and, um do the Pokemon challenge and challenge all the gym leaders and become the champion or attempt to become the champion to beat the invincible Leon. Cause up to this point he's he is undefeated. undefeated. Yeah. So, um, you basically like without going into the sub storylines, you basically that's, that's it. Like you, you go out, you kind of fight your rival from time to time. You beat the, the first gym, the first three gym leaders, and then you go and you fight. You know they they kind of have the ceremony where they lead you off into the wilds, and then you go and you fight the other you know 
however many gym leaders and then you go to like the championship where they don't have like an elite four like in the previous games they have this championship where you fight the um you you refight some of the gym leaders again but you also have to fight the like gym challengers which is um marnie mainly marnie mar yeah marnie, marnie. and uh um, oh the, the the pretty guy the pretty boy yeah um bidet, bidet. <laughs> is that his name i don't know what his name is but did you write it down him. yeah i did it's right here right that line oh right i was i was <laughs> i was calling him like baby too but I like it's, i swear like, it's bidet I, I i don't know how you pronounce his name but i was pronouncing it as beady it probably is beady but i swear i still <laughs> bidet, <laughs> bidet. <laughs> it's too bad he didn't have like a badoof <laughs> oh my god but you should have been in this game. Well, I mean, to be honest, the bidet is kind of how I felt about him. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, in any case, you fight the gym challengers. Um, then you fight all of, or you fight the the challengers of all the gym. That's supposed to be. So it's kind of like a bracketing system. Like they, you go through all the gym challenges, but if you don't beat a gym a gym leader, you're not able to progress. So, like, you have to fight all the gym leaders, and then at the end, they have a championship where everyone who's beaten all the gym leaders fight each other for the chance to become the champion. And then you kind of have to refight a few of the, the gym leaders again. It, I Actually, I think it's all of them. You refight all of the gym leaders, and then you have a chance to fight Leon. Um, so that's, like, the base of what you're doing. That's, like, your goal. But then they have, like, a handful of subplots, too. So the big one, one of the bigger ones, is with Hop. Because Hop, Hop has, like, a character roller coaster in this game. Where he's your rival, but he's also, like, he has this goal of beating Leon. And he is so persistent on this goal of beating Leon that he doesn't realize that he sucks. <laughs> and when this sinks in, it, like... It destroys him. That's kind of like me becoming an adult. <laughs> it's like you can't wait to be I an adult until you realize that you suck at being an adult. <laughs> so yeah, he he finally realizes that he sucks and he has to like rethink everything and he spends a lot of time like doing this personal development and he's, you know, he challenges you multiple times trying to figure out I like they're they're it's a pretend situation really they're trying he's he's testing different pokemon combinations trying to help him figure out what works for him even though your character pretty much demolishes him every single time and it's funny because every single time you use the supercharge attack he's like whoa you know super super <laughs> so yeah i i don't it's goofy so yeah <laughs> then he you know he does eventually beat the the all the gyms he goes to the gym challenge he's one of your gym challengers at the end i mean again ultimately you defeat him and you move on and he doesn't so you know there's there's some of that too the second like sub story is with chairman rose so chairman rose is he kind of owns all of Galar, more he, or less. He's one of those people that you're like, that's the bad guy. Yeah, that's what I said as soon as I saw him. I'm like, oh, there's the bad guy. But like, he was super chill, like throughout yeah, the whole game. And yeah. I'm like, well, where? When is he going to become really, the bad guy? It's funny because he technically wasn't the bad guy. He was just making bad choices. Yeah, which I mean, adulthood. 
Right. Really, it comes around full circle. So. When you when you realize you've made these bad choices, sometimes you're in your 40s, sometimes you're in your 20s. <laughs> anyway, um, so Chairman Rose, he is the owner of the electric like company. The, 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 yeah, like power. Is it a power, power plant? The power plant. Something like that. He also owns the like Pokemon League. So like basically he owns most of Galar. And he... You can tell that there is something going on where he is collecting the um, wishing stars. The wishing stars that are falling out of the sky, and the wishing stars have some sort of connection to the reason why Pokemon can Dynamax. Dynamax. And Dynamaxing is where the Pokemon like grow to these huge sizes, and then you can fight with them. But apparently, it's like this phenomenon, and phenomenon. they're they're trying to figure it out and harness that power. One, to power the region, but two, to use it in Pokemon fights. And they've dedicated, like, certain spots in the Galar region to have the Dynamaxing battles, which are most of the time the gym, the gyms. Yeah. So you go into the gyms, you're Dynamaxing in the gyms, you're Dynamaxing, you know, in the, like, Pokemon League area. So, you know, those are the places that are Dynamax able but then there's also the wilds where they have dynamax like dens and nests where you can dynamax in there too so it's like these power concentrated like spots anyway so rose is trying to harness that energy and he's collecting all these stars and then you figure out that he is collecting all of these stars to to hatch this ultimate pokemon you wrote down his name we couldn't figure out how to. I think it's it's Pokemon. We nobody knows how to pronounce Eternatus. 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 Something like that. Something. So he's Eternatus. he's bringing all these stars to unleash this Pokemon to provide an unlimited power source for the region. But what end up, what ends up happening is that this Pokemon unleashes the dark days. The, the yeah the darkest day the darkest day the second darkest day um and it's up to you to go and save the day so that leads us into kind of our third tier of story well with sonia too that's that's what i'm talking about so as you start as you're going through the game you are also playing with um or you're traveling with sonia and sonia is the professor's granddaughter professor magnolia's granddaughter yes and she has been tasked or she's like the um professor's assistant so she's been tasked to travel around galler to figure out um what is causing the dynamaxing and what you know i i it's like that. I think that was her original task, but it turned into this like, what happened in ancient Galar and, you know, discovering all of that. So essentially going down to the, the darkest day. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I keep for- yeah, okay, it is. Okay. So as you're going around, you're finding these artifacts and you're going to ruins or ruins and, you know, different like areas to kind of explain the story that happened figure out what times. happened because it's not really explained very well so but you've got like these like you uncover actually like uh that like mural and like the 
it's that not mural, a desert but uh the mural that bidet like destroys bidet <laughs> yes <laughs> sorry yes speedy whatever whatever you want to call yes. them um and then behind it there's like <clears throat> statues of the dogs yeah and so like yeah you're the whole time you're uncovering the story of basically in ancient galler there was this darkest day where all of a sudden the sky went dark and the dynamaxing pokemon were exploding all over the region and two heroes came to save the day with a special sword and a special shield and those two items helped to fight back the darkest day and restore peace to galar and you're kind of trying to uncover these clues as to what who the heroes were how they fought back the darkest day and you know how how can you use that to harness more of this power or figure out what's going on i don't know so anyway you figure out of course that the sword and shield directly involves these two pokemon which you actually um interact with early in the game you run into which if you have sword you interact with the sword dog pokemon, pokemon. Yeah obviously the same with the shield and um you know you you're starting to correlate this this um connection between the forest that you go into which is called the slumbering weld weld and uh and you know you go back to figure out what's you know you you're trying to you're trying to figure out what happened and you're also trying to help save the region because at some point obviously rose unleashes the right. darkest day again and you have to save the day so you go back to this area where you originally saw the dog where you know you can also interact with a sword and a shield an, a rusty sword and a rusty shield at this like shrine and you take it back with you to go fight that power Pokemon, whatever his name Eter- was. Eternatus. And Eternatus. Uh, you go and you you go to fight him, and he knocks he like knocks down all of your Pokemon. And when this happens, then the sword, the and, sword shield and shield legendary dogs show up, and they help you fight against this Pokemon. And then you eventually catch that Pokemon. It, I suppose you don't have to, but I think everybody does. I think. Is it mandatory yes. to catch that Pokemon? Yes. Is it? Okay. It automatically catches. Oh, does it? Yeah. Huh. Seems like I, I used something special when I fought I looked it up because I wanted him to go into a certain Pokeball. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. You catch that Pokemon, and your the legendary Pokemon of Sword and Shield, they go back to their hiding spot. And... Um, that kind of ends the game. Because then, at that point... Um, the chairman rose he is like defeated and you know he's you know he's realized that he's messed up and i think doesn't he doesn't he like go to do community service or he like goes to prison or something like that like (laughs) it seems like they talk about it in the game i'm gonna be honest i liked rose (laughs) did you yeah (laughs) he was kind of funny to me so yeah they they you know punish him in some way and then um you after the game and this is you haven't done the post game stuff been a little so busy. 
the post-game story, like, after... Oh, oh, by the way, after you do the Rose thing, after you fight Rose, you catch that special oh, yeah, power you, you actually get to have your final you battle with Leon. You fight Leon, because before you went to fight Leon and Rose, like, interrupts, and then the dark, the darkest day begins, and then you have to do the Pokemon thing. But then, like, after you beat this Pokemon and catch him, then you, the next day, you have the fight with Leon that, you know, and then you... You beat Leon, obviously, and become the champion. Woo! He's defeated. So after that, you go back to your house, and you hear that Hop has gone back to the woods, to the slumbering weld, whatever it's called. And um, it's just, it sounds weird, the slumbering weld. Well, so does Bidet, so I mean... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, so yeah, you go back there, and you find Hop, and he's, you know... He's still kind of, he, he congratulates you for becoming the champion. He says that, you know, he's, he lost to Leon too. And he, you know, he's trying to kind of figure out himself still. And, um, you go to, you go back to the shrine and leave your rusty sword, and your rusty shield back at the shrine again. And that's when these two wonderful gentlemen, <laughs> wonderful gentlemen, Mr. Sor, Sor, Swordward, Swordward and Shieldbird. You showed me this because I haven't done. I had to see. I'm so glad you showed me this. <laughs> you showed me the scene. Yes. Their hair. Their hair. I'm sorry. Their hair is made out of Jello. <laughs> it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's wonderful. It must be like Wulu hair. I don't know who <laughs> the stylist is, but I want that stylist. I have many <laughs> shapes that I would otherwise wish to have on my head. A sil- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, at one point, Swordward, is that his name? He yeah. like moves his head and, and like, like, boing, like boing, flopping. Boing. <laughs> so if you ha- if you don't know this part, um their <laughs> hair actually looks like a shield or a sword. And like by sword I mean like literally like and tall, <laughs> pointy sword as hair. And it like jiggles all over the place. And at p- one point they like bow. Like I don't think I, I showed you that part, but they like bow and like the sword will like blong, like downward. It's so funny. Honestly, I'm surprised it didn't make that into the main game. I'm a little disappointed. I am too. Honestly, this part is like the best part. So anyway, um you talk to them and they are saying that the sword, the rusty sword and shield belongs to them because they are technically ancestors of the Galarian kings. And um, you don't believe them because they're really rude and they're arrogant and then they fight you for them. Um, You win. So you get to, you get to keep the sword or the shield, whichever your, whichever version you get the hairdo. No, no, no! You just get the the bad. rusty item anyway. But Hop loses, so then <laughs> whoever Hop loses to, then they leave with that item. So like for Hop in my game, it was shield the shield, in your game it was a sword. Um. So anyway, th- then you're faced to chase after them, and in this pursuit, you find out that there is Dynamaxing explosions going on. And people are freaking out over this. And they're happening specifically in the gyms. So you have to go to the gyms and help fight the Dynamax, the wild, crazy Dynamax Pokemon. And you go from gym to gym to gym to gym to do this. And you actually go with Hop and, um, what is his name? Piers. 
So yeah. you, 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 Hop, and Piers are all going from gym to gym to fight these Pokemon, and most of the time you're doing it like raid style, so you're fighting them like four on one, and then you can Dynamax if you need to. Every now and then they throw you in like, oh, we'll take care of these Pokemon, you do this one, and then you're fought, you know, one on one. Right. But... Yeah, so you go from all you go to travel to all the gyms to the Dynamax like hotspot, and um, after you're kind of finished with that, then you go to the one that is at the power plant, and they are trying to summon the dogs to the power the top of the power plant, and um, when they do this, the it's it's the opposite of whatever. So it's it's whatever right. whatever item is opposite to your game. So for me again, it was the shield. So I'll kind of talk just about the shield. So anyway, the shield reacts. The Pokemon gets summoned to the battlefield or to the to the power plant tower, yeah. and um goes into this like craze. Or no, maybe it's hmm. I don't know if I'm remembering it right, but in any case, you fight one of the legendary Pokemon. It's in this like craze, and then the other legendary Pokemon shows up and like helps your team calm that Pokemon down. Um, after you defeat that Pokemon, then he retreats and Hop chases after him. But your the legendary Pokemon that is of your game. So for me, it was Sword. Um, he gives you the option to fight and capture him. So once you do that, then you go back to at, at this point the sh- sword bird, sword word, and shield bird. They're like defeated, shield and they're like, "I'm really sorry that I did this, and we'll you know we'll figure out how this can, I don't know, just blah blah blah. I mean nothing important. Just they they declare themselves as defeated, and they'll try and do better in the future." adults so anyway um you go back to the forest and hop you find hop and he has returned the in my case the shield back to the woods where he calmed that pokemon the legendary dog pokemon down and was able to catch him and you have a one final like one-on-one with hop and it's like really cool battle music and it's like this really kind of a an epic it really is like, like a an epic fight. Yeah. yeah. Because he really is a hard. Com- oh, really? He's, he's really hard. At least he was for me. I, it depends on what team you have and with sure. the levels and everything. But like he was really difficult for me. So like when I did finally beat him, it just felt good. And it felt like a good ending to the game. And Hop kind of tells you like, look, I've really been, I've really been thinking about this and I don't think I want to be a Pokemon trainer. I'm, I want to be a Pokemon professor. So then he goes to, um, he goes to Professor Magnolia, who is actually at this point declared Sonia as the new professor. And, um, Sonia then allows Hop to be the apprentice. So, you know, full circle. Full, kind of full, full, half, half circle, <laughs> partial circles. But yeah, so I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I don't. Do you think I missed anything? No, I think okay. that's. I mean, it's fairly. I don't want to say simple story, but it was kind of just a the post story. <clears throat> what What was nice about the post story is that 
it felt way more urgent. Like in previous Pokemon games, like you have this like sense of urgency, like there's something big building up and you have to save the world. Where in this game, it was kind of like, yeah, there's like something going on that's kind of weird with like the, the, the wishing stars and the power plant. Like you hear about it and you're, you know, you have that weird feeling about Rose and like nothing really comes of it until the very end of the game. And then it's like, Oh yeah, this happened. And now it's the darkest days and you need to save the world. And it's like, eh, like most of the game, like you're, you don't have that urgency until the very end. You know, my problem with some of these Pokemon games, you, a lot of these games, there's this, but you catch these like big deal Pokemon, like of time and space and all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. What I liked about this game is they kind of pulled it in a little bit. It was a little more simplistic, but I liked that about this game because, it, you know, like the Sword and Shield Pokemon, like saving this region from this dark day, like it's more believable than you catching the Pokemon of time. Yeah, you know I what guess. I mean? Yeah. And I liked that it was it was just a simple, you're just a trainer trying to become a champion. Like that's the main Who focus. Who happens to be able to help. I, I just you I like to be in the right place at the right time. Not yeah. the Pokemon itself is believable, but it made the the idea behind it more believable to me. For me, the biggest aspect that stood out was the championship like process. I did like, enjoy the that. Gyms, the gyms felt very like sporty and like you know you're you're going from place to place and you're meeting up with other Pokemon trainers who are also going from place to right. place with you. And, you know, you're having these interactions with, you know, oh, that last guy was really hard, but, you know, we're going into this next one with a strong team. And, you know, it's just, it builds this, like, really cool atmosphere of the championship. Yeah. Well, you know, the point of some of these games are supposed to make it feel like you, the player, are this character doing these things. And it kind of makes you, not that I felt like I was really there, but, you know, it makes it more believable like there's more believable aspects to it more ideal and like the, it, it, it makes it more personable for yes. you as a player well it's just you're not the, the only games. one that because like in past pokemon games people walk out like oh i just your rival walks out i just won this gym badge blah 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 or here it was there's many people partaking yeah. in gyms and people had lost and some people it, you know it feels more like a community in this game yeah it feels more like a community just amongst the the non-playable characters like you feel like you're part of this group of people who are setting off on this adventure right. together trying to make it you know trying to have a good team and you know play play pokemon where in the previous games it was more like just you and your rival or like maybe a handful of other people right but not like this this is like a big scale community thing and everyone is you know when you go when you go into the gym battles like there's people cheering for different you know different people there's yeah. there's people that are like if you sit and just read the pop-up bubbles it's like oh well i think hop is really gonna do good at this gym oh well i think you know danny's gonna do really good at this gym. Right. you know sort of thing like just you know it's a it's a community thing like everybody's involved and that was really cool it was cool seeing the more as more gyms you defeated the more people were like i recognize that trainer yeah that's, yeah. that's so and so you know oh my yeah. gosh and then by the end they're like oh it's danny yeah. oh my gosh you know <laughs> so it's it's cool it's it's neat I mean, I realize it's it's 
it's fake. Like, <laughs> I know, but the, for the not, experience of the game, yeah, yes. Yeah. It, it, and that's, I think that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to simulate this like big name championship, you know? And I, I like that. I what, thought it was fun. What I liked, which you had highlighted on was character development with a few of yeah. these characters, not just, not just even hop, but like hop Sonia, Sonia, yeah. even Marnie had a bit of character development. Oh yeah, she totally did. Yes. And I really kind of liked that because you know the the story itself was kind of simplistic, but there was a lot of character development. Even Beatty, Bidet. <laughs> yeah, Bidet. I don't know. I just appreciated that a little bit more because it's not like they were. Because sometimes the ma- like other characters were so like overdone. Where some of these characters were just plain Jane, just kind of. Well, okay, so um, Marnie's backstory a little bit. She when you first meet her, she has this like huge fan base. And well, she's the sister of one of the gym leaders. She is, but you don't really find that out that's until later. later. But anyway, she has this like huge fan base that's following her around, and they're kind of like blocking the way of all the trainers. And then you obviously fight them, and you get to move on. But it's kind of their way of adding roadblocks, temporary roadblocks, right. without it being like a Snorlax or a tree or something. You know, it's it's more organic, but like. Team Yell is the is the name of this group that's following her and so dumb. It's it's really cheesy, but I mean it's not terrible. It's just cheesy. Um so yeah, she is you you're kind of playing with her all the way through the game and uh, kind of like Hop but like on a not so personable level. Yeah. It's more of a she's just a challenger. You know, she's just there. She happens to be in the same places that you're at because you're doing the same things. And you kind of chit-chat with her. You fight her a couple times. And um, you find out that she's the the sister of the... or sh- Yeah, she's the is sister he, of the gym leader. Is he a dark type? I don't know. what He's the rock and roll type. <laughs> he's the rock and roll type. <laughs> he is the rock and roll type. <laughs> you but, know but you find out that Team Yell is actually the a gym like it's not they're not like the bad guys in this game it's just like a group of people that are following her because she is you know part of the gym you know you they know? played it pretty safe with the bad guys in this yeah, there really did. is not like a like team bad rocket guy. was bad yeah. where they there was no like really bad to the bone well person i don't know that hair that hair was no. I think that they are like the bad guys, like the sh- the sword 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 word sword word and shield bird. So dumb. I don't know who comes up with I this. Thought, I think it's amazing. <laughs> it's the hair. I just can't get over it. You know what I do like More around it is his name Piers, her yeah. brother. Um, I I really liked the fact that he didn't Dynamax his Pokemon. I liked that too. I like I, that too. I appreciate in fact he was he even said a few times like I want to keep it I want to keep it traditional. And I appreciated that as being a traditional well, Pokemon player, you and know. And too the Dynamax thing, I, I liked that you could only do it at the gyms or these. You couldn't do spots. it at that gym. Well yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well like I liked that you couldn't just do it anywhere, wherever yeah. you were. You had to be in like it made it Certain so that spots. it wasn't so overpowered i guess for lack of better terms kind of like, like the the way that they use the mega evolution yeah i where you could just do it anywhere and anyone could do it where this is left for very specific yes areas and i appreciate because well that too and it made the theatrics behind the dynamaxing much more 
appealing. Like, this is a big deal. Everyone's chanting for you. Every, you know, and it made it so oh, much yeah. more and important. The gyms were awesome in that way. It, it made you feel, you know, it made you feel like you were actually in a group or like a big arena. And there's people like when when you knock out a Pokemon, there's people in the back. The the ch- cheers are like, oh, yeah. you know, like it's just it's cool. It's just neat. The, there's song chanting. Yeah, I yeah. like that. So what did you give the story? Uh, I give it a seven. I gave it an eight. Um, I liked I liked the post story a lot more. Yeah, I do need to play. It makes me. I, I'll you probably really go home and play yeah, it now. You really should. It, the post story is probably the highlight as far as story goes. But I really, really, really enjoyed the like tournament atmosphere, and I think that that's because in in my heart that's the way all the pokemon games have been right like you're going and you're doing these tournaments and it's this big deal but this game is the first one to actually like make it that way well you know what's was cool too to this tournament thing is that even the gym leaders were un- were defeated to Leon, yeah. and they were trying to get up there to fight. In fact, at the very they beginning, to be the champion too. In the very beginning, the the guy who's the dragon type leader, yeah, he was know. actually fighting Leon in the very beginning, and yeah, he, he lost. Yep. And I kind of liked that. Yeah. I I liked that that dynamic was there. It made it that that the gym the dragon gym leader whatever his name is he was really I, cool. I'm I liked really him. mad that I didn't write his name down. <laughs> but anyway, he was even Leon's like rival when they yeah. did the original Pokemon challenges. So like you know, it's just it's just neat. Uh, as a side thing, did you ever notice that when you're fighting the dragon type guy that his Rodom took his picture? Wasn't that cute? Yes, I loved that. Yes. It's so funny. I think a few times we tried to take a, a screenshot yeah. of him, like, because he will, like, like every now and then he'll, you'll see him, like, do a pose for his, his Rodom phone, his, his po- Pokegram. It's so funny. It's <laughs> so funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's really all I had for story. Like, it it wasn't. It wasn't over the top, but I liked that it wasn't. I liked it that was, they pulled it back and made it a little more. What did you give it for story? I give it an eight. An eight. Okay. Um. I, I think my biggest problem with the story was the sense of urgency. Like, I wish that there was something a little more... Th- there was a little bigger of a crisis throughout the, the entire... The, throughout the main game. Like, they saved that for post-game, but then, like, after the post-game storyline was done, now there's, like, nothing to do. Like, yeah, you finish your Pokedex and whatever, but there's no, like special dungeon to explore yeah or like a new area opened up or now you can you know find d- new legendaries or whatever there's nothing it's like the post story game is done and like well you're done you know it's that's true sad. but like that's my biggest complaint overall i mean i had fun playing through the story and it, it's a good it's a it's an okay story um graphics um I gave it a, I will say, I gave it a nine. I had some problems. Like, I don't know if you want to consider them big problems, but like, um. I had a lot of problems with the graphics. I gave it a six. Really? It did, yeah. Go on. (laughs) Okay, so the Dynamaxing thing was cool, but the Pokemon scaling didn't, they scaled the Pokemon from the original sprite, from like the normal small sprite, 
And when you do that, you get pixelation. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And when you're playing and you're fighting the Dynamax Pokemon and they zoom in on those Pokemon, you see these like pixelations on the eyes and pixelations on the like different features. And I thought that was, you don't do that. You don't do that. I mean, if you're scaling up these Pokemon, they need to be dynamically scaled so that you don't have the artifacts like that. It's it's stupid. It's really bad. Um, the trees didn't look very good. The grass didn't look very good. Like, I'm... Okay, I'm coming from a, a company who makes millions of dollars on these games. And you look at games like Breath of the Wild and how well they did the grass and the trees and everything. And then you look at Pokemon... Now, I'm not looking for realistic by any means, but if you're going to put forth the effort into making grass that has flowiness, do it well, you know, or don't do it at all. Just have green, just make it simple like you did with, you know, X and Y or whatever. I honestly did not notice some of those things. Okay. I did like, though, when you're bringing up the grass, I liked that the wild area had the different like sand yeah and, uh, yeah i like um, that too the wilds was really good like i that's one of my top things about the graphics the wilds was really neat in the way that they had the different weather effects and um even the camera rotation in the wilds was great but camera rotation is also a downfall because <laughs> they didn't do it anywhere else like yeah. they could have it wouldn't have been that hard but yet they didn't so like when you're when you're walking through an area, especially going backwards, you can't turn around. So a lot of times you're walking backwards at the camera right. and you're at the bottom of the screen and you can't do anything about it. It's it's stupid. You I did think. remind me, though, of the cookie cutter houses. It was really bad. It was really bad. The cloning of the houses. So like, yeah, in, in any given spot, you would go into a house and it's laid out very the specific way and then same. going to the next house exactly the same next house, like there's exactly just the like same. minor minute details that like, most of the time it's just people people Where they pokemon put the people. Yeah. yeah that's it it was really bad i did notice that and it was a little disappointing because so it, like your house looks really good like in the game your character's house looks so cool like you go through and you're finding all these details and it's like oh wow you know that's really neat and you go through like your like hop's house and it's like, oh man, that's that's really you know they have all these weird like little details. Like Hop's house is also uh, Leon's house, so you go into Leon's room and he has all these like hats on the wall, and <clears throat> you know it's just cool. But then you start exploring more and more, and it's like, honestly, all the houses look the same if you can even go in them. Honestly, yeah, exactly. Honestly, I think it would have been better for you to just not gone in to realize <laughs> yeah. how cookie cutter it was. Yeah. It was really kind of yeah, bad. It was bad. Um, one of the areas that drew my attention was the way that, um, the, I, I can't think of the name. It's, it's the, the gym that has, um, peers in it, the like oh, rock and roll, yes. uh, team yell hideout, whatever you want to call it, whatever the actual name is. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's, it's like just this hallway and you can't yeah, go into really, any of the buildings. That's it true. It's really neat because it looks a lot like the, the alleyway in, um, Pokemon, Pokemon detective Pikachu. Oh, it looks a lot like that where there's like neon lights on the wall and it looks really neat, but it's just like this hallway. You can't interact with any of the buildings. You can kind of like walk around some stuff in one small area, yeah. but that's it. Like it's, it's silly. 
Um, Just have a, a little bit that you can walk into. I don't know. A bit of minor details. Um, I did not like the bike uniforms yeah i didn't either and they give you the option of buying or obtaining like the different gym uniforms but you have to wear them all the time like i thought maybe you would have the option to wear that uniform when you went to battle other gyms or something nope. no it's just if you want i to hated wear that out of the gym i absolutely yeah, I hated too. that yeah. and honestly i put this in gameplay but i <laughs> this might just be me wanting being greedy i don't know i wish there was more clothing option and more customization to your character and like i like you seen my backpack yeah i know you hated the backpack that was like that was my, your number one complaint that was my number one complaint like throughout the I whole asked, game because I, I had to stare at this stupid brick backpack. i walked up to you know, like so how's the game going great but i hate my backpack yeah, because <laughs> that's all i have to look at the whole time <laughs> like my character is a backpack and, like, yeah, you can kind of change the skin, but, like, not the style. They had two different styles. They had the box, or they had the, like, spherical, um, like, oh, gym yeah. bag. And they both were huge. They both took up my character's entire backside. So any shirts that had a design on the back, and there were a few that were pretty cool, you couldn't see them because you had this that huge That reminds backpack. me. You can customize... Uh, your character before you officially get your you can choose a uniform number yeah i had cool. i changed my hair to long before before i had done that so they zoom in on your back when you play it's just game. your hair it's just my hair you don't get to see my number <laughs> what number did you pick nine nine did you seven no i didn't i uh i did five five twenty it was a house number that oh. I, I used to live at the house five twenty well yeah, the customization of the characters, which I felt that way in the past about when they first introduced customization. Actually, I feel like this one, there was less options than in previous games. I liked a lot of the options that I had available. I did like them too, but... But there was still a lot of limitation as far as like like pants. They had like maybe oh, three I different know. style of pants. And again, maybe it's just guys. Like You, you kind of had the skirts too that you yeah. could use. But like... I had just like two, like I had straight pants or I had the like weird, like cut pants and the weird cut pants just had like six different colors. And then the like straight pants just had like different designs on them. So I could get like stripes on the side or stripes on yeah. the front or different color variations. And that was it. Like there was nothing else for bottoms. Yeah. No shorts, I was no really kind of just, I had like two looks that I went with and they were pretty much the same, just different. Um, but you know, speaking of your bags, I didn't like that they didn't have the option to remove it completely. Like there Agreed. was no reason why you couldn't have. Agreed. If you can change it, obviously your character can look without the, the bag. And there was a lot of different things that you could remove, but not the bag. It would have yeah. saved a lot of heartache for me. And I mean, I realize it's not ideal because you don't understand how your characters walk around without stuff. But on the flip side, it's like... Who but cares? it looks terrible, yeah. Yeah, that's for care. me to decide. Or at least give me like a messenger bag or something, yeah. something else. I'll take the girls' bag. Their their <laughs> bags were just fine. Uh, were I didn't like blokey, mine. Yeah. But, I mean, still, it was a little bit. It, was it was looked more like a backpack than a. Um, it was your mom's old bag. Yeah. <laughs> what did, what was yours? Dad's old bag. Dad's old bag. Yeah. I did like though when you choose your hair color, it reflects how your mom's hair color looks. When you pick it at the very beginning, yeah. yeah. I kind of appreciated that, that. Was that was fun. What did you think about the Galar region Pokemon? 
I actually really liked it. I did too, and I liked, I liked a it lot a lot them. more than the Alone. I did too. Well, there I was think, a few that were a little weird. So but. here, here's my take on the Galar Pokemon. I hated the Alolan Pokemon when they first came out. I thought that that concept was ridiculous. Oh, really? But it grew on me over time. And I kind of like, all right, well, I understand that, you know, maybe Pokemon, uh, you know, a Vulpix in one region would be fire type and a Vulpix in another region might be ice type. All right. I accept that. And I, I it grew on me. Then the Galar region came and I'm like, well, obviously they're going to do the same thing, right? And they did, and I loved a lot of the variation. Like Zigzagoon, oh, I loved was his. his awesome, was cool. awesome. And like they even played with like the evolutions too. Like um, Meowth, Meowth evolves, but if you evolve an Alolan Meowth, he doesn't turn into Pershing. He turns into I know I hated a him. Pokemon. Yeah. I hated that Pokemon. Uh, what was his name? Um, it was something weird. Berser- yeah, Berserker. Berserker. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I I did like the concept. I just am a little disappointed because I like Persian. Like I was yeah, expecting a cooler and looking Persian still in the game, but like yeah, I kind of wanted like an awesome like well, because mean Persian. The Alolan Persian was ridiculous. Yeah, he looked I like know. he ate a bee. I know. <laughs> I thought I, there was, needed to be a redemption there. I thought it was silly that they even did a Meowth. Uh, Galar Meowth. Like, do we really need a Galar Meowth and an Alolan Meowth and a traditional Meowth? Like, why? Apparently, we you need know, those it's now. It's funny. The Alolan game, I actually liked when... Because your mom has a regular Meowth. Yeah. And I kind of liked him. He was really cute in the game. But yeah, at this point, it was just like, why Why did we need a, this again? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't understand the thing behind Meowth. I but. really liked... Um, the Galar uh, Weezing, too. Oh, my gosh. Pipes. He's probably my favorite he, Pokemon. He's really cool. He is so... It's so funny. It's so, like, accurate. And then he has, like, big mustache, too. Oh, he's just... He's the so, top hats. It's just so funny top- watching him walk around on your screen. I know. They pop up, and they're just like... Whoop, and then there's the smoke coming out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Oh, man. I thought that Piers looked like... I hated um, Piers. That it looked dumb. I think he looked exactly like the lead singer from Mindless self Adult. Oh my gosh, yes. It's just like him. I kept calling him Jimmy. Jimmy? <laughs> like, every time I saw him, that's that's all I... Because, like, he's kind of getting old now. Sorry, Jimmy. I mean, you are. And, I mean, they look exactly... And and this guy is, like, the lead singer of, like, a rock band, too. So, that like, is it really funny. beautifully. It was kind of funny. Um, I, that didn't really fit into graphics, but I had to put it in somewhere, so that's where I wrote it down at. Speaking of the gym <laughs> leaders, I loved Nessa. Oh, yeah. I think and everybody whoever does. whoever the snow girl was. I liked her, too. I didn't too. have the snow girl. Oh, that's right. You we'll, didn't. We'll yours. talk about that more in gameplay, but yeah, um, I didn't have the snow girl. Funny story, though. I didn't have the ghost well, I'll tell person later. either, which was really cool. <clears throat> I No, I had, the, I had the rock guy. He's like this big, like, dude rock guy <laughs> and then like um Very good. i had a a fighter girl and she was she was pretty cool oh um i'll have to look it up because i don't think i've seen them. but yeah all the gym leaders their designs were really neat um, the only the one grass gym leader who I was didn't just have a nose was kind of weird <laughs> I, he was kind of cute though <laughs> i liked his bigness yeah that was, like, he wasn't like he was like a, big he was just a big dude <laughs> he was he looked like a huge bodybuilder boy scout <laughs> yeah totally totally <laughs> He looked like he, he should be selling like, me cookies. 
He looked like the popcorn or he whatever. He looked like he would be really nice. Like a really oh, yeah. nice guy. Like if you ran, like if you dropped your Pokeballs while you're out oh, running around, man, like, oh, 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 I'll get those for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, uh, you know, that's funny that you mentioned that. I wonder how many, how many Pokemon have gotten lost because the trainers just lost their balls. <laughs> So I don't know where I just got this Meowth on the street one day. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. So I didn't think that there was enough water areas. Yeah. It seems like most of the games have like a big like water area where you're kind of <clears throat> going around. And you're, you you really have to travel. They didn't have a whole lot of that. Like they had a small section in like the, the wilds area. And then they had like a water like one water route. And the water route was kind of more icy that. than it was watery. I really did not like that. And the water Pokemon, there wasn't a whole lot of them. And the way they popped up was kind of like, gave me anxiety. Yeah, I agree. It was cool. <laughs> it like huge, but like, yeah. Aesthetically, when you see some of them jumping, it's cool at first. But then it's like, okay, I really don't want to <gasps> be an encounter right now. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, another one just jumped over my head. Like, oh my gosh, just another one. Leave me alone. <laughs> I did, though, like that, like the water sections and like the caves and stuff that was pretty cool but i don't know oh by the way this the stunk stunk fish is that his name <laughs> i liked the concept of him like trapping you that was kind of neat but it got old really yes, fast I agree. and he was a pain i i used to use him a lot in the past because the original one yeah, yeah. and because he wasn't um electric and ground anymore it was like well, i don't want to use him <laughs> he yeah. didn't look as cool yeah. as the original i, I liked his design actually kind of oh, really? like a bear trap yeah but yeah I don't, I don't it didn't know. make sense because he's a fish yeah he was not in water anymore i don't know um i didn't like how when you fight on the water it looked weird yeah like you looked like you were just standing on water like in previous games you kind of are on this like little island not that they had this much detail but you were kind of on this like little island and you were standing on the little island fighting the pokemon who was like in the water or also on a little island or something but this one is just like you're just straight up standing on the water and your pokemon is just yeah. standing on the water and the the pokemon that you're fighting is standing on the water like it's I don't know. Not not to say that they could have really done that a whole lot better. Maybe put a little bit of a ground. Maybe make it a little shallower where your character is. I don't know. It just could have been a little better. How did you feel about the bike? I thought the bike was fine. Did you? Yeah. Did you like that it could go on the water and stuff? Yeah, it didn't bother me any. I think They I needed a way to do that, and I think that that was a good solution. I kind of... And the I miss riding on the Pokemon. I, that's kind of. I felt like if at least if you're gonna use your Pokemon at least once, that would have been cool. Although I did love, I loved Corviknight. I did Corviknight, too, yeah. and I loved that they used him as transportation. I did too. He was awesome. I did loved you, him. Did you actually see the like taxi when you're yeah. when you're in that big? I'm terrible with names, but I, <laughs> the big town at the very end, yeah. the, like huge town. Yeah, you, you can actually, actually see them, and they're really cool. They're, I know, like, really cool. These big, like, I want to say they look like cast iron, like they they look like jail cells that you're flying around in. I I did not. I tried not to um, keep close mind to some of the Pokemon because I wanted to be surprised while playing. Yeah, so I didn't know his pre evolution. I kind of had an idea. I didn't either. But yeah, I didn't until I was, like my 
the first Pokemon rookie. I think Rookity. that's Rookie. I didn't realize until the second evolution. I thought I think he might evolve, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad thing. that yeah. I had gotten him. I had the same thing because like I wasn't crazy about Rookie. Mainly because his name is kind of funky, yeah. like rookie rook. Rick, Rick, I think it's going Scoobity with like Duda. the rook because the the second one is like squire or something like that, and then Corviknight. So like you know they were going with this A like theme. yeah theme, but it I think he just looked weird. But like his final evolution is Corviknight's awesome, and I used him a lot. Yeah, I did too. I did In fact, too. my team was fairly well balanced. I think there was a few that was kind of <laughs> I got a. A Mudsdale, a Muds, something like that. I used the horse Pokemon, and he was like my main Pokemon. Did uh, did you want to say anything else about graphics? Because we're we're dipping into we're gameplay a little bit. No, I just I want to move on. If that's what you know, if there's anything else graphic wise. I had it at a nine. I think I'm going to mark mine down to an eight because I, I agree. There were some points you brought up that I didn't think about. That, yeah. yeah, I think I'm going to knock it down to an eight. I still am really impressed with some of the stuff. Sure, and like. Pokemon designs in general looked pretty good. I really liked all of the new, the new ones. The new really Galar Pokemon were really good. I didn't think that there was too many lazy choices as far as Pokemon design went. Um, Cookie cutter houses. Yeah, yeah. What was your favorite like new new gen <clears throat> Pokemon? Like, I it's hard to say because I don't know exactly which ones are new because I really didn't finish the one before sure, this. Yeah. Um. I really liked the moth. The Snom's evolution. Yes. Yeah. I, I've I been calling him. I really like Snom. I do too. I've been calling I think him, everybody does. I've been calling him Snom Nom Nom. Snom Nom Nom. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you got a shiny, didn't you? I did. I really I want one. one. He looks He looks like he's going to throw up, but it's okay. <gasps> to me, when you look at Snom, when you look at Snom, it looks like something's stuck. So his his like mouth looks like little legs dangling out. Really? Yeah. To me, that's. I'll have to draw funny. it up for you. When I when I see him, all I see is those big. He has like two like like kind of pincers. That's what I think right. look like the legs. Yeah. But like when he comes out, he like growl. He like they open up really lot really <laughs> wide, and he makes his little like. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks like he's really he's really struggling to get that sound out, and it's so adorable. Um, there are these worms. I- they're, I think they're worms. Anyway, they're like called glass worms. Or so they look like gummy worms. They're not gummy worms. They're like, like real life worms. Yes, yeah, so oh, real okay. life. Then I, I don't, I'm sure that's probably what they're based off of. But they look very similar to that, and they look so cute in real life. So these Pokemon, <laughs> I love this. I, I love the Pokemon. I liked them too. I thought but the they were moth, adorable. the moth looked really it's cool. Really pretty. Yeah. I want to. I, I still really think Corviknight is my favorite. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I still say it's, I really like Snom from the beginning. I Snom didn't use them in my team. Uh, because by the time I actually got a Snom, I already had a decent team. I think... Um, well, I needed a Pokemon that was ice yeah. really bad. So he ended up being part of my my team. I think my biggest one was Corviknight or um, Sizzlepeed and oh, yeah. Scorch. He was pretty cool. I will say that. He he was really cool. His... Uh, his um, his Gigamax form looks just like Aku from Samurai Jack. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually named him Aku just because of that. That's cute. Um, gameplay. I, yeah, I think we're ready to move on to gameplay. I, uh, there's a lot to say. <laughs> um, there's a lot of 
I really don't have much bad. I know you do, which is fine. I do, yeah. Um, Little things. I liked the cool twirl pose. You could <laughs> rotate. That was pretty cool. Yeah. You actually do that to evolve a Pokemon. Oh, yeah. I did know about that. I haven't done it yet, yeah. but... um. I, like I had said earlier, I like that you can Dynamax only in gyms and like the certain spots. Yeah, I think that's cool. a good. I liked the gym challenges. Yes. Um, like the different puzzles that you do, they were a little kind of too easy. They were way too easy, but they were fun. Um, I think that they could have maybe like playing it a second time, like because you can you can go into do the gym battle anytime but i think maybe a second time through the gym maybe make it a little harder, harder. change it up make yeah. it a little different like it, they could have done something there um the jobs the job system for pokemon I didn't do that at all um i like the concept i liked it at first but then it became a chore yeah sure and i like i i, I know you guys were catching all the pokemon to fill your decks and i at one point i would like to do that but I didn't have time, which meant that I wasn't catching all of the Pokemon. And I tried it first for a while, but then I was like, I was running out of Pokemon, running out of Pokemon to send. Yeah, and it yeah. was just, it was becoming a chore and I, I stopped. Um, but what did you think about the, the curry and playing with your Pokemon at the campsites? Um, at first, I thought it was just a silly gimmick that they had to put in because some Pokemon evolved with friendship. But the more I played it, the more it kind of grew on me. Mainly because of Snom. <laughs> so, he was like, so slow. He's so slow, and he's so <clears throat> cute trying to get that little ball. And half the time, the other Pokemon steal it before yes. he can get there, and I feel <laughs> bad for him, so I have to steal it back and give it back to him. <coughs> Just, like, that that aspect of being able to actually interact with the Pokemon was fun and cute and... You know, you got to see all, uh, like, most of your Pokemon were out and about and playing around. And if you joined in with another person who was also, you know, at a campsite, right. you could see their Pokemon rolling around. And, like, that that was cute. That was a cool idea. The curry thing specifically, eh, like, it, it's kind of just an extra, like, thing that you can do, but it didn't really bother me any. It was kind of nice that you could use it to heal your Pokemon, not that you needed it. <laughs> I did a few oh, times. Um, I forgot, by the way, one of my favorite Pokemon was the My Little Ponytas. Oh. I loved the My Little Ponytas. The, the new Ponytas. I loved them yes. so much. <laughs> my heart was so happy. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot because that was like my. Yeah. I did see that Galarian one before the game ponytas. came out and I was like, oh. <gasps> my Little Ponytas? And I did use. I did have one in my party. I did not use it much. And I did not like the Rapidash as much as the Ponyta. Yeah, I, I didn't either. In fact, Lori got a shiny. Yeah, I know, you guys worked hard she, for those. She uh, egg hunted for it. How many did you end up doing, Lori? Do you remember? Six, 600 nice. eggs, which is a lot better than my Snom. About 2,000 Snom before I got my shiny. Do you remember your team? Mm, if I think about it long enough, I will. Let's see, I had my starter, which was uh, Sobble. I named him uh, Salt. So I don't, <laughs> I don't actually know what his evolution names are. But um, I had him in my party, and then I used um, Scorch and Corviknight and um, the T... Oh, like Pultigeist. Pul Pultigeist. Um, 
man. <laughs> I those were my main ones. I kind of rotated the last few um a little bit. Oh, I had to- Toxtricity or oh, something. Oh yeah, like Toxtricity, yes. He was pretty cool. Although when he evolved and he did the guitar strums on his chest hairs, I thought it was really odd. <laughs> They're like removed from he party. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he like evolved and he's like blong on his chest hair and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like I don't know if I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Things got electrifying. He, he was a pretty cool, like he was a pretty good fighter, though, so it didn't bother me any. Um, uh, yeah, I can't <clears throat> off the top of my head. I, I can't remember the other, the other what, like two or something like that. I finished my game with Cinderace, which was my starter, Corviknight, um, Thievel, which his pre-evolution was adorable. The fox. Oh, with, like yeah, the vacuum yeah, yeah. cleaner t- tail. The vacuum cleaner tail. Um, I didn't like his. If they had taken his face from his pre-evolution and stuck it on his final evolution, I would have loved him a lot more. Yeah. But I used Thievel, um, Rapidash, and stop. Sorry. Uh, Thievel, my Rapidash, my Fro <laughs> Frosmoth, which was your uh, right, yeah. your little guy's, Snobble. and then I used um. Snob. Mudsdale, and he was like my main Pokemon. I used him really? for everything. I, I don't even know why. Yeah, I don't even. Li- I'm sorry if you like horses. I don't really even like horses yeah. a whole lot, but I used him for a lot of stuff. Huh. But yeah, he was my main, my main squeeze. Yeah, mine, mine was definitely my salt. S- salt. He he had that like sniper shot. Yeah, and literally it took down everything. Like. I most of the time the gym fights I brought him out and one hit KO for every yeah, he was just had a few of those you know just like a gun shooting down everything. <clears throat> um, Did you have any problems with battle battleized like any gyms or no? How how was your fight against Leon? Leon was probably the biggest struggle. My um, biggest struggle, uh, the biggest struggle aside from Hop's final. Right. Um, Leon, I scraped by by like the skin of my teeth, but not one of them did I die. I died once in like a random like battle, but I hadn't healed my Pokemon. Like I was you paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my hardest one was Nessa at the end. Oh, really? I don't know like why. The second time you fought. Yes, she was the hardest. Leon honestly was the easiest. Really? Isn't that funny? How that your funny. your team has to be just rightly balanced. To... Yeah. In fact, you had told me you had had problems, so I'm like, okay, I've got to make sure my characters are the beefy. Trick was, and... Like Leon, he his Pokemon had like balanced moves so like specifically the one that bring that comes to my mind is his charizard has a water or no has a leaf move so like i brought out my water pokemon to fight his charizard and he used his leaf move on me and i'm like what the heck is this crap you know he's taking down my like main pokemon with a move from his charizard that i should have one hit ko'd so yeah, that that what was probably if- the only like that was the only catch to it. So then after my a- after my salt died, then I had to like reroute like everything, and then I had to like revolt revive some Pokemon to get through the fight. But I mean, I scraped by, but. You know, that was probably the hardest. I fight. think his Charizard was the hardest for me because I had no like electric attacks. Yeah. I think that was the only thing because otherwise it would have been, fun. which really, again, he wasn't that hard. It just, it took like a while to beat him. Sure. Like longer than one hit KO. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, he, he was probably my easiest, my easiest battle. What did you think of the raid system? The, like Dynamax den thing. 
They, I did don't, you do very many of them? I didn't. I did with a couple with you guys. I. It's not that I didn't like them. It's just I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I mean, it was like, it was a cool thing that you didn't have to do. So it was like, eh. Like, it didn't pull from the game. It didn't really add to the game. I mean, I guess it kind of did, but. I guess I went into it not liking the concept because it was so much like Pokemon Go. And I'm like, this is dumb that I'm going to have to find friends to actually play with or play with random people online to even get any of these Pokemon. But then I got the game and I'm like, well, they're just throwing, you know, if I want to play, do a raid by myself, I could, even though the NPCs that they give you are terrible. <clears throat> um, but like it could be done. So, you know, it, it didn't, it didn't detract from the game any, it just, I don't know. It was kind of a, a silly gimmick that they threw in there again with the like Dynamax gimmick that they added in. Just kind of a silly. You know, thing. I, I think this is something that we should definitely talk about on Zap Chats, but like Pokemon has always kind of had these like little side things that you could always do, which I just kind of appreciate. Mm -hmm. Like maybe the Dynamax is kind of a poor example, but um, like the curry and the, the tent thing or um pokemon diamond comes to mind where you can like dig for artifacts and stuff which was really fun i know you didn't really play those games but you could uh oh, yeah. you could like excavate stuff and find fossils and all. Well, i mean this game well, kind of had an element of that with like but one guy who a black screen popped up and he dug you yeah. didn't see anything he just did it but yeah, I kind of wish that they would have incorporated some more, of those more like, interactive, mini game yeah. type things. You remember in Gold and Silver where you could do the like puzzles? Those were kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, and a lot of those older Pokemon games they had like these optional like dungeons and stuff that you could do yeah. and get you know you could find that like weird legendary Pokemon for no reason. You know, like I just. I wish that there was more optional stuff. I wish that there was you know, more like there was more post game. Some things of that to do. optional stuff, especially for this game, would have made more sense. Yes. In this specific game. Yeah. And honestly, they took they had a lot of opportunity to be more folksy and more like mythical, like these different legends and stuff with this type of game, with the setting and everything. There's so much mythology in like UK lore that they could have played upon and they didn't. And it's silly. I don't know. I, I gave gameplay an eight out of 10. I did too. I wanted to give it a nine. And I crossed it out after I wrote some stuff down. I'm like, ah. it, I don't think it deserved the nine, but it was, a, it, this is, I don't know if I'm extremely biased because I loved this game. I know a lot of people didn't, I, I but I loved this it. game. Okay, let me let me talk about some of the stuff that I didn't like. Specifically, we're gonna talk about multiplayer again. <laughs> because I'm still upset about the way that they have their multiplayer set up. Their online functionality is just atrocious. <laughs> it's just straight up horrible. So the way it's set up now is if you want to play online. Say you want to play with me and you want to, I give you my friend code and we, you know, link up on, on, um, Pokemon and we want to play together. We want to walk around and we want to do raids. So I turn on my online, you turn on your online and you're nowhere to be found because it's flooded with everyone, everyone else. else. And it's not just like 
it's not like literally everyone it's just like a small set of like maybe 50 people that they allow to show up and it's only in the wilds only in the wilds what they should have done is they should have enabled a friend code system like they have in the past or at least used your friend list on your switch to say these people take priority and or you can choose to only see those people in the wilds so like if i'm playing online and you're online at the same time we're both friends on our switches you show up no one else i want to have an option where no one else shows up just my friends who are online that way i can interact with them or see what they're doing or see what they're fighting or you know just to hang out kind of more or less with them there's nothing like that i know it this is the thing that you've been wanting for a long time it would not have been that hard you know now you can do that locally like if you have your local like multiplayer thing on if we're all in the same room we can all see each other in the wilds together it's not just us and no one else i want that but i want that with the online mode and it's not it shouldn't be that difficult it shouldn't be that big of a deal but that's how they they did it the stupid way now the other thing that i wish they would have done is incorporated that outside of the wilds i want focused a lot on the wilds. i want to be able to play my game with my friends and see them on the journey with me it would not be that difficult it's the same concept as the wilds I just want to be able to see them where they're at and maybe have an idea of what they're fighting. Like, oh my gosh, hey, look, Kaylee is over here in this patch of grass fighting a... Snom, nom, nom, nom. Uh, yeah, a snom. Oh, let me go to that patch of grass and see if I can catch a snom too. It would not have been that difficult, but yet they just... They refuse. They refuse. So yeah, I'm I'm bitter about it. It's really annoying. The the functionality that they did add was good. It's a step in the right direction of what I'm ultimately aiming for, but it's still not there yet. Yeah. And in fact, it it just infuriated me when they did that online thing and you and en- you enter the online mode and you get like 50 random people and they're all just like hanging out by the eggs yeah and, like that's it like, just standing it's, there it's so dumb it's so stupid um the game is way too easy like from the beginning <clears throat> it's like holding your hand throughout every it really step of the does way. hold your hand i agree i on the flip side i i don't know <laughs> i appreciated it because I had to play this game in a certain time. Um, It made it an easier option for me to just play the game because I like Pokemon, which is great. However, if one day I want to be like, well, I really want to go hardcore mode on this. They don't have an option to help up the difficulty or extra stuff. Or, you know, like you said, there's not much side stuff after this. There is no getting lost in this game, which is fine. I kind of thought... But there is no challenge to it. Like, you know exactly where you're going. You know, there's... Like, every route is a one-way haul. Like, I I miss the days where, like, you go into a... um, You go into a cave, completely pitch black. And, like, it's, it's a maze. Just go and figure it out. You know, that's... I want that. Like, I don't want to just have these hallways. Like, that... Nobody wants that. It's... I thought that 
your rival choosing the weaker option was too much holding your hand. Exactly. And I thought maybe it was because they were trying to explain his character development. Like, he's not very good at his... What he wants to he be. He's an idiot. But he I chose mean, this Pokemon. on the flip side, it is kind of like it made fighting him too easy. From it made a lot of. Yeah. yeah. And like, let's be honest, knowing what gym types there are, you already know going in that you're going to obliterate it because you know you have the type advantage. You know right. what type you, advantage. You, yeah, you're there were a few, though, prepping your team for that type. They did kind of surprise me, though, with a few gyms where they did have like advantage moves over you, knowing, having an idea what you would probably yeah. choose. But still. But I mean, it's like what? Oh, well, you killed my one Pokemon. I have six more. Yeah. Or I have five more, you know? Yeah. <sighs> It's it, it, overall, <clears throat> as it did an hold overall picture of this game, it's too easy. It, But again, if you are looking for an enough. easy, nice, but pleasant game coming, to play. If you're coming from previous Pokemon games, you're going to look at this and be like, why are they holding my hand? Like, there's no need for this. We were- they, may be, they may be trying to aim at a younger audience. Very possible. But... Does Pokemon have no concept of who plays their games? I mean, they have to know by now that the people playing the games, the people paying the money, are the people who've been playing this from the beginning. People our age. People who are watching this. Like, they... Maybe as a group have brought this game and you know we've been playing these pokemon games from the beginning and seeing the progression and this seems like a step maybe as far as like difficult but i have vivid memories of me being a kid and needing help getting through pokemon games and not to i mean that's that's on me i guess but like my parents were buying those games for me not they wouldn't play pokemon and i have nieces or i have nephews who are playing pokemon who would not know they would need their handheld yeah. And do you want I I'm sure they would like to target their audience to younger generations because they're wa- the ones watching the TV shows and the merchandising and well, unless Those you are the people who need to play Let's Go Pikachu. Fair enough. Not a mainstream title for people who want to play a mainstream but, game. But I mean, on the other hand, <laughs> I feel like they're going to make more sales, unfortunately, if they're at least making it easy enough and for then, the kids to play. And then you're starting the downward spiral of, is Pokemon in it just for the sales? It's just for the sale numbers. Well, it's an easier game, so we're going to target it towards the kids so that we're guaranteed sales for the next 20 years. I suppose, you know? I suppose that's like what I was saying. If they had more endgame stuff that was optional to make it more of a challenge or had a difficulty level. I mean, don't get me wrong. The battle tower is difficult to some degree. I mean, but that's like it. You know, once you're done with the main story, you're done. Like, there's nothing else. You can complete your Pokedex, which is the same sort of difficulty as it always has been, aside from the national decks, which we haven't talked about yet. But like... You know, that's it. Once you're done with the main storyline, you're pretty much done with the game. Yeah, you can kind of challenge your friends or join in, like, the league, like, actual, like, Pokemon tournaments, but... I guess, really, what I'm trying to say is, too, is just, for this specific game, it was fine. I think that in future games, if it is this easy, it would be disappointing. But I think for this game, what I wanted was a nice, peaceful game, and that's what I got. I think... If all they did was make hop not as common, it would have been better. Hop. Hop. Not as common? Not as... If he didn't show his face every five seconds. Oh. 
<laughs> I think it would be a little bit a little bit better. Mainly because every time you encountered Hop, he healed your Pokemon. That's that you is had, true. You had to fight him. It was an easy fight. Well, and you could camp anywhere. Also, he was constantly showing you where to go so like you may as well have just been That's walking true. you through like well, well where did, are you going was a you lot gotta of go that. this way <clears throat> so you know it's just silly if they just cut back on where hop was and not had him hold your hand throughout the whole game i think it would have been a little bit better it would have been it would have felt a little less hand holding even though it still was because the whole game is like a big hallway yeah i know but you know it I mean, again, it is what it is. It's not terrible. I still gave it an eight for gameplay, sure. but that that kind of bugged me. It bugged. I think it bugged a lot of Pokemon fans, but it did bug me. I think I can respect why that bothers you. Sure, it worked to my advantage this time because sure, I needed yeah. it to. But I'm okay with it at least with this game. Yeah. In future games, I can see where it would be a problem. Um, I think that was it for my bad stuff. Your uh, decks. Yeah, I did. I did complete the Pokedex. Actually, I have a living Pokedex. All it's like ninety five percent complete. Um, there are two Pokemon that there's only one of in each game, and or not at all. Like I need the Shield Pokemon, the Shield Legendary, and I need uh, what is his name? Type Null. Yeah. Because he evolves, so I have the evolution of Type Null, but you can't breed him. So I need another Type Null to fill I that see. spot. But otherwise, I have a living Pokedex. And I did it in relatively short amount of time. <laughs> <clears throat> what? Oh, yeah, because of the wilds. And that's... So the wilds are neat and unique in this game because every day it's a little bit different. Like the weather changes in all the areas. It kind of rotates around and it's, it's different every single day. And the Pokemon that spawn, depending on, depending on the weather and the, in that area, different Pokemon will spawn. So like, for example, there's a Pokemon that only spawns in this location, but it also has to be foggy in this location so it's like it'll only spawn in that spot if it meets all those requirements so like if you want that pokemon you have to sit and wait in that spot day after day after day looking for it but it also makes it unique so when you're walking through there just casually playing you're always catching something new and i liked that but it did make getting the pokedex super easy um obviously trading pokemon makes the decks really easy but i mean that's the nature of the game like i want a mimikyu but like i don't i don't want to sit and try and find a mimikyu so i'm going to find someone who can get it for me you know i got a mew oh right (laughs) yes you did so i bought let's play pikachu a while ago i played this game probably like three hours and put it down. I've been busy the Let's last couple Pikachu. years. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I bought the Pokeball uh that is that plays with that game, but also works for Pokemon Go. Oh, like Pokeball controller, the Pokeball yes. Plus specifically is what it's called. Um, but what you can do is you can put your Pokemon buddies in there and carry them around with you. Right. And when you buy the Pokeball Plus, it, it has comes Pokemon in with it. a Mew built into it. And the original idea was that was the only way to get Mew into your Let's Go Pikachu or Eevee game. However, I never deposited my Mew. Yeah. Ever. In fact, we were we were out talking. We just started playing Pokemon Shield and Sword. 
and you go have you put a one of you guys had asked did you put a buddy in your in your pokeball yet and i said oh no i haven't ever done that so i went home that day and deposited my mew and i thought wait a minute i didn't know he was in this game and i thought about him like oh my gosh, I have a Mew in this game. I don't know if that's possible. It didn't corrupt the game or anything, but it still is like, <laughs> it's kind of... I think if if that was going to be a problem, I think they would have stopped imagine, it from happening. But, but yeah. like, a, like a month later, like an article came out explaining how you could get Mew, but it's only if you had never deposited your Mew into your game, ever. That's so funny. So I had done that without even realizing it was a thing, and it didn't even occur to me. And I had never, I'd been using it for Pokemon Go only, so it was like funny i just thought that was kind of cool yeah. that that had happened that is cool. I, I don't have a mew in my game <laughs> my game's special i'm selling it online for like a thousand bucks so fancy. <laughs> I, I thought it would be kind of cute to i will i will not do this but to like special trade to make someone's day <laughs> yeah that would be crazy <laughs> you imagine just special trading and all of a sudden oh my gosh is that a mew <laughs> they'll accuse me of hacking my game yeah probably Somebody is always out there accusing someone of that. Did you want to talk about the national? Um, sure. Uh, I know that it's a big problem with the Pokemon community right now. Sword and Shield doesn't have a national dex. No one's no one's surprised at this point because it's been announced over and over again. Everyone's talking about it. My personal take on it is I do not care. It doesn't hurt my feelings whatsoever. Um. Every single Pokemon game has a regional dex. And that regional dex has Pokemon exclusive to the region. Every game has been like this uh, since the beginning. Um, the, the difference is that the older games included a national dex that you could get post-game to allow you to transfer your Pokemon from older generations into the new generation. Um... This game, however, has ended that that process. A lot of people are upset about it because they want to play with every single Pokemon. Makes sense. Um, I have done a lot of work in Pokemon X and Y and a lot of work in um, Pokemon Sun and Moon to get the national decks. I don't I still don't have it. I think I'm like 200 short. Um, but you know, it was, it's a struggle. It's a struggle to have the national Pokedex, a special, especially a living one, like what I've been trying to do. Um, and I think that it doesn't detract from the game any, it doesn't like the game. It is what it is. And the Pokemon that are in it, I like, they fit with the game. Um, yeah, I am a little disappointed that I can't have my Rattata that I've had from, you know, joey's joey's ratata <laughs> specifically from the very beginning but you know it's fine like it doesn't it doesn't detract from the game really um the only possible thing that i could i could see that being an issue is for people one who have had pokemon since the beginning and i have a few or two they want to play this game competitively and not having every pokemon option is kind of annoying or they're, they've had Pokemon that they have specially trained in, you know, Sun and Moon that they can't transfer up. And that's, it is sad. That that does suck. Uh, but it 
as a standalone game on its own, it doesn't change sure. anything. Like, literally, if you played Sun and Moon as a standalone game on its own, the National Dex makes no difference. So, you know, it's not that big of a deal to me. I personally think they will include a National Dex at some point. Um, even though they say they're not going to, I think it would be way too easy for um, Game Freak to just add a patch and say, Surprise! All the Pokemon are now available! But they're not going to do that until they ha- they have like a new Pokemon Home app that they're working on. And when that gets released, then I think they'll do the National decks. But as of right now, I don't think it's necessary. I don't really care. It didn't detract from the game any. Maybe sure. it, w- it would just add more time to the post game as far as trying to get the National decks done. But it didn't, didn't hurt anything. Wh- what do you think about the National decks? I talked I talked your ear off on this one. No, I honestly I have not messed with it a whole lot. So I consider myself a Pokemon collector. And like from that point of view, yeah, the National Dex is kind of a big deal because I've sure. been working on it for so long. But again, it is what it is. Like it's it doesn't it doesn't matter. It just doesn't yeah. matter. I can see I, I see what you're saying and I can see how it would be unfortunate for other players for me it didn't affect me yeah so and it didn't affect me either it couldn't and if that is a game breaking you know if if that's the reason why you didn't buy this game was the national decks i and yeah like yeah that would be a salty reason why there's a couple different reasons why i would understand you wouldn't want to play this game that should not be one of them if that is your main reason to not buy the game is the national decks then that means you're not a real pokemon fan i mean to be (laughs) honest um because really from my point of view being a pokemon fan is exploring a new world is exploring the region and catching and experiencing everything that that region has to offer and the national decks isn't part of the region. It's not. Otherwise, it'd be in the regional decks. And it's been like that from the beginning. So stop complaining about yeah. it. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> um, now, you know, again, competitively speaking, yeah, it might be a, a it might be well, a. Well, shouldn't be the only reason why you would yeah, not I mean, play this still, game. The reason people like playing these Pokemon games is they like the experience of meeting new Pokemon and exploring the world, and you're still getting that. You're, you're still you're still going to be able to catch your Pikachu. You know the main the main core is still there. It is kind of sad they don't have a Squirtle though. That's they had a Charizard sad. though. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but I mean, still, it's not game breaking. So that's that's what I have to say about the national decks. Anything else for gameplay? We're on there for a while. So. I don't think so. Music. Can I say? Yeah. Ten out of ten. Wow. <laughs> I have no notes for it. I gave it a nine. Um, not because there was anything wrong with it, because I honestly can't think of anything. But that's the problem. You can't really think of anything. Yeah. And I think that 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 was the biggest (laughs) problem is that I didn't want to give it a 10 because I couldn't specifically remember anything. I partially think the reason why I made it 10 is because I'm a little bit biased because right now I'm going through this like (laughs) I've been watching a TV show that's been like about the Scottish like area anyway. And I have been digging like the bagpipey sounds and yeah, like, the a lot music. Of that. It's very calming to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the battle music, and 
even though I can't remember it off the top of my head, first of all, I, I played through this game relatively quickly. So I think if I had a second time through, maybe it would stick better. But I got into it. Like, when I was battling, I just kind of just sitting there, you know, I got into it. I really liked it. I thought there was a lot of cool sounds. I liked this music. I, I really did enjoy it. It was calming when it was calming. It was up up to you when it needed to be. The yeah. battles were cool. I had no complaints with it, the music. It kept its traditional Pokemon sound. I appreciated that. There was some areas that was not very Pokemon sound. <laughs> like some of the music specifically that was very like techno-y, you know, electronic, you know, not it's kind of straying from the traditional like pokemon bubbly sound that you're used to um the gym battles were really cool there was a lot of like gym battle like sound effects that were really neat like um when i and i kind of talked about it already but like the crowd in the background love the really chanting cool. that was really fun um and then they would cheer when your pokemon would like be defeated in yeah, its yeah. form. but i kind of understand they're like just die <laughs> <laughs> no it's more of a they're cheering for the gym leader right you know and that's that's cool um i liked that they kept all the traditional pokemon like menu sounds the like you know scrolling through items yeah. and all that that same traditional pokemon sound um yeah, team, I really like Team Yell's theme. And um, what's her name? Marnie? Uh, yeah, Marnie's like theme song, like battle music song. You know, I like her her aesthetic. All, all, everything about her was awesome. Oh, really? I, I really liked, liked her. Me. She just, she was cool. She we was a cool chick. We didn't talk about this in graphics, I forgot to, but dude, they reused the Team Yell like people. They're like same two. I think there was like... Yes, one extra person or something like that i mean it, it kind of goes back to cloning the the house schemes but like all of the npcs all of the trainer battles that like the random or not random the like trainer encounters yeah the like normal overworld like trainer fights the one that <sighs> there was there was a male and female of every type and that's it and team yell was no exception but i feel like now in the Switch era, we're talking new generation, we're talking, you know, video games with the equivalent power of having every NPC being different. I don't see why that that shouldn't have been... That, there's yeah. no reason to have any cloning of any kind, period, but especially with the with the. I can characters. understand if they had to reuse them a couple times, but like more variety than just Team Yell, two. Team Yell, you're fighting two males who are, are doing the exact, exact same, same move. Thing. And there's they're doing the exact same thing at the exact <clears throat> same time and they look the exact same because they are they're just clones. It's just silly. It's so silly. That was disappointing. So yeah, that we can file that under negative gameplay or negative <laughs> uh graphics. graphics. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, music, 9 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Cool. Overall? Overall, I gave the game a 9 out of 10. Me too. Um, you know, there was a lot of negativity in here, and I think a lot of that comes from many, many years playing Pokemon series. Um, this is not the first Pokemon main series game that we've covered on Zap Night, uh, it is the newest, <laughs> obviously, because it is brand new. But it's like, I think we played 
um, Pokemon Red and Blue, and then like Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, which is still just Red and Blue, and then these. So like you know we don't have a whole lot in between as far sure. as reviews go, and we haven't played a ton of Pokemon as within the past like three years that we've been doing the podcast. Um, but I have so much love for this series and nitpicking at some of these things seems petty, but in the overall scheme, I do feel like the game was lazy. Yeah. I truly do. Uh, but it still is a fun Pokemon game. So like, yeah, there's lazy aspects of it and it's disappointing from a fan, from somebody who looks at these games critically, but at the end of the day, 9 out of 10, you know, I had a good time playing this game. I loved this game. Um, all I, the new po- It was fun meeting all the new Pokemon. It was really fun to, you know, learn all the new evolution, like, tricks. And, you know, there there's a Pokemon that you need to be in a very specific spot with a very specific Pokemon with a very specific amount of health to evolve that Pokemon. Like, how are you supposed to figure that out on your own? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I mean, I don't that. know. It's just I I had a great time playing this game. I did I completed the Pokédex. I caught myself a shiny. I got the shiny charm. I fought a handful of people in the uh in the um game freak like oh. the game freak oh, developer the, like, develop, staff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it still is a traditional Pokémon game. <clears throat> it's just they were a little lazy in some yeah. aspects, which a lot of people find unforgivable. I think when you gloss over some of these minor details, for me, aesthetically speaking, was awesome. Yeah. I loved yep. it. It was very relaxing. It was gorgeous. At least when you it, when you first open the game, when you first play the game, right there in your hometown, it's amazing. Yeah. It's just aesthetically pleasing. I loved the Wooloos. Yeah. Everybody did. I, it's just... I, I liked it. It was very homey. I... It, I, that house, I wanted that house. I did too. I was ready yeah. to sell my own house. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, there was a lot of little disappointing things. And again, if they're looking back at my notes, um, the camera rotation in it, it outside of the wilds, eh, it can be glazed over. Not a big deal. You know, I mean, Gigamax Pokemon that are pixelated, eh, whatever, you know, glaze, glaze over it. Um, the, multiplayer functionality ah that one's kind of big that one that one still hits kind of hard there there's my there's my nine out of ten like <laughs> if multiplayer was better this would be a 10 out of 10 for me um but yeah i mean there's a lot of things that are like it, it's kind of nitpicky but when you look at the overall thing it, it kind of hits hard but at the end of the day we still had fun yes and that's Absolutely. that's what that's what I'm saying. That's that's what it is to be a Pokemon fan. When you play a Pokemon game and it still is fun, that's what counts. Yeah. So yeah. So that puts my score at a 43 out of 50. Yep, and mine is a 39 out of 50, which so makes it an 82. 82 out of 100. That is a B minus. B minus. Wow, wow. Yeah, it's fine. I, I think a B is good. Yeah, a B is good. A B is good. I think it earned its B. <laughs> I would have been sad if it had a C. Yeah, and oh, it, yeah I don't absolutely. think it earned an A because no, of the few things it, it had problems with. I think B is a. a B is a good spot. Yeah, um, solid. Yeah, I mean, there's there's things that could have been better. But again, we, I'm just repeating myself at this. No, point. I, I, I get it. Yeah, um, it's good. I 
I would like to see more. I would like to see better from Game Left, Freak. Left a lot to I be really desired. I have a strong feeling that they are working on Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. A, a Maybe. Second, I would enjoy that. Uh, uh, I yeah. enjoy Diamond and Pearl. Like a remake of Diamond and Pearl. I mean, it only makes sense. Like, if you look at the timeline, you had, like, you had, you know, by the time Leaf Green and Fire Red came out, that was like the start of the remakes, and they've been like keeping that progression. Like they it's had the Diamond Soul, and Pearls time, the Soul Soul Silver and Heart Gold, and you know they had the Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. So now we're looking at the Diamond and Pearl era, ultra and- shiny diamond and ultra shiny pearl like like buffed (laughs) yeah i don't know lustering diamonds and shiny pearls (laughs) yeah there you go (laughs) so yeah i really feel like that that's on the horizon nobody's made it official nobody's confirmed it i think that there's been some like data miners or something that have found you know bits and pieces of possibilities but i would i would be interested you know I, i wouldn't be surprised i would like to say i was not excited for pokemon sun i wasn't either and I and I played that game all the way through, and I didn't really like it. The the for but some this reason game was different. I was even excited for this. I didn't even really read into the details, but for some reason I was really excited for this. Yeah, I don't know why, and I'm glad because I enjoyed it, and yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, for some reason I couldn't get into Sun and Moon or their Ultra. Yeah, I didn't even try the Ultras. So I mean, yep, yep, good games. Uh, I would. Actually, I started playing it a second time on uh, Shield. Yeah. So, to get I your mean, other Pokemon? Huh? To get, oh, yeah, to po- get my, yeah, my secondary Pokemon that I'm missing from my live Pokedex. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it for uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. I hope you guys enjoyed a little ranting about it. Um, our, next, our next podcast episode. Well, sorry. First off, happy 2020. Yeah. This is January first episode. But you didn't see that coming. Uh, well, I should have twenty twenty vision. Ah, you are funny. I should have said that at the beginning of the podcast episode, but I didn't. Anyway, um, so next episode. Well, sorry, going back again. We are officially starting Final Fantasy VII. Yay! I wanted to announce it today. Officially starting Final Fantasy VII. Um. I'm going to stream it at least for a little while. So if that sounds like fun, please come Pop join in. me in the stream. Even if you just say hi, I saw your podcast episode. That would be awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm officially starting it. Um, I am going to be streaming it for a little while until I get bored of streaming it. And then I'm just going to play it on my own. It just depends on the interaction. You know, if if I'm bored playing it while streaming everyone else watching is going to be bored watching me stream it so they're going to watch no, like it's a lose lose like 30 minutes of materia swapping <laughs> yeah that's exactly it <laughs> so i mean if if you guys want to see me being entertaining interact with me that's the best way to do it um in the meantime so this game is probably going to take us 2 months hopefully not longer hopefully i feel like we're starting this one on on a good like we know this game pretty well. I know this game very well. We should hopefully be able to pace ourselves properly. Yeah, yeah that's the goal. <clears throat> um, so we're hoping that Final Fantasy VII will be done for a March 1st review. And... You know what that means. Oh, yeah. 
Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming out in March, so the hope is that we're going to play Final Fantasy VII all the way through, then the remake will come out, and we will play the remake. That's the plan right now. Um, in the meantime, though, February's podcast episode is going to be another Resident Evil game. Bam! Resident Evil 4 on the Wii. So, I'm going to be playing that. Um, again, I'm going to be streaming that. Are you, are you looking forward through. to that? I don't know, but this was a request. So, um, what yeah. the people want, the people get. Well, Jinx was specific. A, a friend of mine, Jinx, specifically wanted to play this game with me. She wanted to review it with me. So I am obliging, and we are playing the game. I needed a space to fill for February anyway, so it worked out. Um, so yeah, uh, that podcast episode is scheduled to be for February 1st, so if that sounds like fun, make sure you follow us on all of our social media, and our website is zapnight.com. Um, Twitch, I'm going to be on Twitch practically for the next two months straight, and unless I stop playing Final Fantasy VII on Twitch, which who knows. But in any case, Resident Evil 4 for sure will be streamed all the way through, so if that sounds like fun, make sure you join us over there. Um... Yeah, I think that's all my announcements. Yay! Um, so yeah, thanks again for listening and watching this episode of Zap Night. Um, uh, I have nothing else for you. You? Nope. All right. Have yourself a wonderful uh, 2020, or at least New Year time. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye!